Hey everyone, Josh Loftus here with the Everyday Monday podcast, and uh, we've got something a little different today. Um, we had a scheduling conflict and was not able to get a guest on for this week, so you've just got me. Instead of just doing nothing and there being no podcast, I wanted to just do something just real quick, real short here um, that's just a little different um, so that, one, you have something to listen to, and hopefully at the end of this, uh, just like it's my hope with any of the podcasts that we have, you come away encouraged and um, uh, you come away uh, having the desire to pursue Christ more uh, and more fervently uh, because he is worthy and he is good. Um, I just wanted to just touch real quick, uh, just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, uh, just on the faithfulness of Christ and the faithfulness of the gospel and that whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, whether it's at work, uh, in family, relationships, uh, church, whatever it is, that that situation, as hard and as horrible and as hurtful as it is, that situation is not bigger than Christ. That situation is not more preeminent than Christ and his ability to save and comfort the soul. Um, just in my experience, you know, short as it as as it's been uh, in ministry and in life and work and family, uh, there's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of uh, great and very encouraging times, and there's been a lot of very painful, uh, very hurtful times to where um, things are dark and things are just I, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, right? And uh, it's very easy in those times to forget the theology that we know. Uh, it's very easy in those times to forget what it is that we believe because we're fallen humans and our our minds are tied to our emotions and our emotions are tied to our sinful flesh and our sinful flesh is weak, right? Um, and so often we find ourselves in despair and in uh, and in darkness, uh, frustration, anger, depression, anxiety, and all of those just come streaming in in the hard times. Um, but but what's comforting to remember and what's comforting to know and what can bring peace is that it's in those hard times that we often see Christ the most clear. Right. Uh, when the times are good and when things are going well, uh, we praise the Lord for that, for sure, because it's a great blessing and it's wonderful. Um, but very often am I learning the lessons in those situations um, uh, or, or excuse me, not not very often in those situations. Am I finding myself clinging to Christ, clinging to his gospel. Uh, it's in those situations when everything's going good that I can find myself at times to become complacent uh, and not dependent upon Christ and his strength and his faithfulness. Um, and I find myself resting in my own ability to handle things, my own ability to uh, shape the environment that I live in, to control 
uh, what it is I know I can control to pull myself up by my bootstraps and to uh, kind of put my my head down and shoulder to the grind and just get things done right it's a very common mistake that 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 I find myself making very often I'll be honest with you and it's something that uh, that the Lord is constantly pruning <laughs> in in me and in, and in my life and it's something I'm constantly having to realize that uh, I'm not strong enough to handle the hard times. I'm not strong enough to handle the anxiety or the depression. I'm not strong enough to handle the anger uh, or the pride in my life. That's not something that I can do. That's not something that I have the ability in and of myself to control or to remedy, right? Um, And so often I treat my situation as if that strength does come from me. And what I find uh, is when I'm trusting in that, and that is the source of my strength, uh, that when the hard times do hit and the storms come and the waves are high and the wind is blowing and the rain is hard, um, that that fails me so quickly because I am very weak and I'm a broken man. Uh, I'm a sinner that needs Christ. Uh, every second of my life and that is the most apparent when times are hard Uh, and my encouragement to you today is if, if you find yourself whatever the situation is whether you're in a job that just just is really hard and stressful and it's not what you want to do it's not enjoyable um you don't see the the worth or the value in it. Uh, maybe you're in a relationship uh, with your family uh, or your spouse or parents or siblings uh, that there's conflict and there's distrust uh, and there's a, a distress and anger and frustration and hurtful things are said and done. Um, maybe you're in a situation at church uh, where it's hard uh it's hard to serve uh, or you find it's you find it hard to uh find it hard to love or or hard uh or or whatever whatever situation you find yourself in uh at the end of the day the remedy is the same the details may be different but the remedy for that situation is the same and that is clinging to the cross of Jesus Christ clinging to the person of Jesus Christ and the work that he accomplished on the cross on your behalf. That is the remedy, the ultimate remedy for those situations. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, anger, sadness, depression, anxiety, uh, fear, um, pride, arrogance, doesn't matter. The remedy for that situation The remedy for that sin in our life, the remedy is the gospel. It's remembering who we are in light of who God is. It's remembering that God is holy and he's perfect and he's just and he's good and righteous and forgiving and merciful and gracious. It's remembering what Christ accomplished on the cross, that we weren't able to pay the price for our sin. We were not able to walk the road that Christ walked. We were not able to bear the burden that Christ bore for us. 
we were not able to pay the price that Christ paid, right? That's not something that we were able to do, yet Christ did it for us. It's something that he did on our behalf. And when we remember that, when we remember the faithfulness of God, the faithfulness of Christ, even to the point of death, even death on a cross, it can make the situations that we find ourselves in, although they are painful, although they are hurtful, although there might not seem to be an end in sight, it makes them bearable and it puts them into perspective that they are refining us. They are making us more like Christ. It is the process of sanctification. It's progressive sanctification, right? Sanctification being the process of becoming more like Jesus Christ. It is, there is a progression to that. And how that happens is through hard times. Sanctification occurs the quickest and the deepest when the times are hard and we're finding ourselves less dependent upon ourselves and more dependent upon Jesus Christ and his faithfulness. That is when the true growth happens for the Christian. Uh, Charles Spurgeon said it this way. If you're, if you're new to the podcast, yes, I'm a Charles Spurgeon fan. If you're not new to the podcast, then this isn't a surprise to you, right? But he said this. He says, my faith rests not in what I am or shall be, or feel, or know, but in what Christ is, and what he has done, and in what he is doing for me. Church, your identity should not be tied up in who you are or what you do. Your value and how you view yourself should not be tied up in the accomplishments that you have made or the failures that you have had. It should be comprised completely and totally in the person of Jesus Christ and the work that he accomplished on the cross for you. And not only what he has done for you, but just like Spurgeon says here at the end, what he is doing for you, he is interceding for you even now on behalf of, on your behalf to the Father, claiming you as his own, pointing to you and said, they are bought and paid for. They are my people. And he brings you into the family. He brings you into grace, brings you into forgiveness. That is what Christ is doing for you right now. And when you remember that, when you remember that Christ is your all in all, and he is there with you, and he is interceding for you and he loves you the storms that we go through in life are put into such glorious perspective and when the waves are high and the rain is hard and the storm is raging and we don't see an end in sight we can remember one thing, and that is to keep our eyes on Jesus. Remember Peter, when he sees Christ walking on the water and says, Lord, let me come out to you. And Christ says, yes, come. And Peter gets out and he does the impossible. He walks on water, a mortal man walking on water. 
and he's walking toward Christ and his eyes are on Christ and everything's going great, right? And he's walking and 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 defying logic and the rules of nature. <laughs> and then he begins to look at his circumstances. He begins to look at the waves. He begins to look at the rain and he begins to fear because he has taken his eyes off of Christ, the one that brought perspective, the one that brought peace, the one that brought uh, security. He took his eyes off of Jesus and started looking around him. And that's when he began to sink. Right. And it's the same with us. When we take our eyes off of Christ in the storm, you begin relying on your own senses. You begin relying on what it is that you think, you know, you're relying upon your own intellect and your own strength to define what's going on around you. And we can't do it because we are broken, sinful people that are still battling our flesh every single day. We must keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, no matter the situation. No matter what's going on, our eyes are fixed on him. He is the constant. He is the anchor. He is the, the, the bulwark in the storm that never moves. But what's so comforting about this passage of scripture is that we see Peter sink. We see Peter fail as we often do, as I do every single day. We see Peter fail and he begins to sink. He allowed the circumstances to cloud his mind and distract him from keeping his eyes on Christ. And he begins to sink. And what does he say? He reaches out and in desperation, fearing for his life, he cries, Lord, save me. And then the strong hand of Jesus Christ, calm and sovereign reaches down and pulls Peter up church. Remember this, that even when we fail and you will, and I will, I have failed today. I will fail tomorrow. But even when that failing happens, you are not rejected or cast out of God's family. God does not look at you as a sinner that now must be damned and punished to hell. He looks at you and sees Christ so that when that failing happens and when you take your eyes off of Jesus and when you let the anxiety and the depression and the anger take hold, you can reach out even in the midst of that and cry, Lord, save me. And Jesus will come to you, reach down and pull you up. That is what Christ does for us. That is the faithfulness of our Lord. That is what we have because of the gospel. Church, never forget that. Never forget who Jesus is. Never forget what he has done for you. And never forget who you are in Christ. You are brought into the family because of his grace, because of his love. And that salvation is secure. Even when we let go of Christ's hand, his hand never loses its grip and it never will. And that is a promise that you can take into any situation. Whatever you find yourself going through, that is something that you can trust in and remember in. That's something that you can trust in and remember every 
moment of your life. So that's just the, uh, just the gist of what I wanted to say. Um, I just, uh, again, didn't want you guys to have no podcast this week. Uh, and I just felt that the Lord was, uh, working in my heart, uh, in that area. And I thought that I'd at least just kind of <laughs> splurge it all out here. So hopefully it was coherent. Uh, hopefully it's something that, uh, you, uh, are encouraged by. And I'd like to leave you, uh, with, uh, one of my, probably my favorite passage in scripture that has, uh, been such a comfort to me over the years, um, and still continues to be a comfort. Even, even as I'm going to read it to you right now, it is comforting me, uh, cause this is the living word of God. And it's something that is the, uh, the source of our strength and, and, and our comfort. And it comes from the book of Romans, um, Romans chapter eight at the end of the chapter, uh, starting in verse, uh, 38, Romans eight thirty-eight, And it says this, and this is something that I would encourage you all to commit to memory because it's something that's very valuable to recite to yourself, especially when these storms uh, happen in your life. You will find scripture above anything else uh, to be the most effective uh, remedy for the emotions that flare up in those times. Uh, so Romans 8 uh, verse 38 says, For I am sure, he is sure, he is sure that neither death nor life nor angels, excuse me, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, right? Just in case he missed something, anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That is a promise that you can take and remember and apply to your life. It doesn't matter what the storm is. It doesn't matter how dark things are. It does not matter what you are dealing with. The remedy and the promise that you have is that Christ will never, ever leave you. And he will never, ever forsake you. That doesn't mean that our lives are just going to be these wonderful, uh, pain-free experiences where we never get sick and we never experience pain. Sometimes the storms are necessary. Remember, it's the storms that cause the growth, that bring the sanctification. It's through the storms that we become more like Christ. But always remember that within that storm... Christ is walking with you. Keep your eyes on Christ. Christ will never forsake you. That is a promise that you can keep. So again, I just hope that uh, this was encouraging to some of you. Um, I hope that it's something that, uh, that, that will uh, just cause you to just remember the glory of the gospel. Remember the, the, the wonder of who Christ is and what he has done. Um, there is nothing better to comp to, to contemplate throughout the day than that. 
So as you go through your week, uh, you might be listening to this Monday. It might be the end of the week. I don't know. I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, wh- whatever the case, uh, keep your eyes on Christ and remember that uh, he is holding you tight and he will never let you go. Trust in the work of Christ. Trust in his power. Trust in his grace. Trust in who he is and leave no provision for the flesh. Do not trust in what you think you can bring to the table. Uh, surrender everything and give it to Christ, and we have the blessing of living our lives for the one that gave his life for us. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, Again, this has been uh, just kind of a weird uh, but hopefully encouraging episode. Um, As always, you can... uh, leave us a like and review uh every day of monday right on um yeah this is still every day of monday even though it's a little weird uh you can leave us a like and review on itunes we appreciate that you can find us on facebook.com uh instagram uh wherever you get your podcasts we're there right so um amazon google itunes uh spotify all that good stuff stitcher we're there too uh and um until next time i'm josh loftus thank you for joining us in the trenches today and until next time this has been every day a monday